Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome into the Martin Kitchen Show. Mark Dondero, Ben Kitchen with you. Kitch, good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. We're loaded again this week. A ton to get to. Um, you know, I'm already in a bit of a mood because of the Ryder Cup and what's been going on there, and I've been disgusted the last 24 hours or so trying to watch this thing. That's a separate take. We're not going to get to that right now. Um, the first thing I want to get to, though, is the Patriots. And based on what I saw last week, Ben, in New York with the Jets and everything that we've talked about in regards to this team and we cover this team and you know, all the different things. I, last week was a moment for me because my optimism took a serious hit last week. Um, mm. And that game went exactly the way I, I feared it would go, um, that I thought it would go. But the fact, I mean, 15 to 10 was as insulting of a score as an optic that I could have asked for from those two teams. Zach Wilson was as nauseating as I thought he would be. But the Patriots offense been looking the exact same way. Once again, winning a game where the opposing quarterback sucks and doesn't play well and they can grind out a, a win in the teens and it's a rock fight that you do a little bit more defensively and your quarterback makes one more play than the other guy. I'm so sick of that narrative. I'm so sick of that storyline and everything associated with the culture and the identity that is the New England Patriots, especially offensively, and I'm talking about their offense. I've had well, it, and it, <clears throat> yeah, it makes me just more pessimistic that they are never going to be able to ascend to the type of offense that I hoped that they were going to get to. I know the Jets have a good defense, and I know it's always tough playing there, and credit to them, they got the win. But there is nothing spectacular about that performance last week. There is nothing that I could take away from that performance last week that makes me more optimistic about the rest of the season and the prospects associated with what we're going to see into October, November, and December. That was a nothing storyline after that game, and there's really not that much to discuss in terms of how the Patriots played from a positive optimism standpoint. No, you can't really feel good coming out of that game for a number of reasons. Defensively, like, okay, yeah, whatever, you were going against Zach Wilson, the worst starting quarterback in the NFL. Guy that's rocks for a brain. He's a special uh, level of bad. He's a special level of suck. Um, it, and the funny thing is, is if you didn't get that safety towards the end of the game, the Jets had a real shot of tying that game up and forcing overtime. And Zach Wilson was actually good in that last drive. Um, but coming out of that game, I feel worse about this team because offensively they just look inept outside of one good play call where you got three tight ends on the field and you throw it to the one that they don't expect you're going to throw it to in Pharaoh Brown. Uh, you did nothing. You produced nothing. Ezekiel Elliott was decent for you, but that's really about it. It was putrid. Thank God for the defense. Thank God that the defense is actually pretty good because it's the only reason they're going to stay involved in this season deep enough into it where we're sitting there going, well, they got a shot at making the playoffs. And then we're going to sit there and go, yeah, but if they make the playoffs, they're going to get their asses kicked. And come December, we're going to sit there and go, will you guys just lose four games in a row, please, so we can get a better draft pick? Because where are you going? 
nowhere. You're, you're being more generous than me. I, I don't see a shot at making the play. If they lose to Dallas and go to one and three, when are we talking about a shot at making the playoffs in this division? Mm, yeah, you're probably not. Yeah, you're right. I was being more. I, generous I don't see it. I, I just don't see the. I, I don't see how offensively they're going to be able to put it together enough because they don't believe. Unless now, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to confess something. I had to look up Pharaoh Brown after I saw him run for a touchdown and make that catch. <laughs> I, I didn't even remember he was on the team. I didn't even know anything about him, really. Um, so, look, credit to him. He shows up. He makes a play, and that was a big play in that game. I, I just – and it's not that Mac Jones can't ever make a throw. It's not that they can't ever make a play. I just think it's too few and far between, and they've refused to embrace it um, – like we said last week, they just never plan on being dynamic. And if it doesn't go their way, i.e. the other quarterback plays well, they can't win. And they struggle, and it's it's ugly. So, I, And I they're going to have to try and rely on out-scheming every opponent they face. And I don't think, you know, I don't think Bill O'Brien's up to that task offensively to do that week in and week out with this limited talent that he has at his disposal. Or, or how about forget week in and week out? How about drive in and drive out? That that's the problem. It's fair. You, ha you have to be so precise, so on point, so perfect, such a well-oiled machine. If you want to do that, if you want to win, you know, without the elite talent and without that ultra game breaker or game whatever playmaker on the outside, that's the challenge that this team. Because it is clear. I think it's because we went into this season, Kitch, with questions about Mac Jones. And it was like, sure. okay, we're still trying to figure it out. Last year was such a disaster. They couldn't actually get a read on Mac Jones. It's still up in the air. Bill O'Brien, a real offensive coordinator, is coming. Now we know what Mac Jones is. I can definitively say we know what Mac Jones is. He is a good quarterback where, mm. if surrounded by elite coaching and talent, could take you somewhere. Could. Other than that, he's okay. And that's what the Patriots have. They have other than that. So Mac Jones is good. He's okay. He's not going to take you anywhere, you know, special. He's not going to ever be that special. He's, he's not going to win a game for you. He's not going to win a game. He's not going to put the team on his shoulder or take over. Like He's just a guy that if he could, I am fully convinced he could be Brock Purdy. I am fully convinced he could be a level of Jalen Hurts. If given that level of, of um, support and coaching and, all the different things that they have in Philadelphia, I think he could do those things. I also think if he was on the Bears, he could be Justin Fields and be completely overwhelmed. If the coaching was that bad and the talent around him was that bad, I think he could go three and whatever. I, I, I just think that's the quarterback he is. He is not special enough to do anything else. So, okay, that's fine. It's hard to get that special guy. It's hard. It's hard to get Mahomes. It's hard to get, um, you know, some of the whoever you want to put in that category. I don't know about Trevor Lawrence right now. You know, Josh Allen, I'd still put in that category. I, I, and Burrow, I, I guess it's Mahomes and Burrow still. He, you know, Tua is the hot name now, but he's benefiting the same way Purdy and and Fields did at the end of the year last year. Elite and it's not, offensive it's coaching not complicated. and weapons. Mark, it's not complicated. Get him some talented guys to throw the ball to. You know, instead that, of constantly having a bunch of C, C plus guys, get an A minus guy in here. And you could have multiple times. 
and you chose not to, and you think you're going to scheme your way out of everything, you're not in this day in, in the NFL. You we cannot get by show. scoring 15 points. And again, your defense had to kind of bail you out again. You oh, cannot of course they did, they did everything to they do could this. to blow that game. We're just going it, to – it's frustrating because it's going to be another mediocre slash boring season with unattractive football. With when the exception of, you know, a few, a few moments defensively, you know, that, that'll be your, your highlight reel at the end of this season. A couple of plays and Christian Gonzalez looks decent. We're going to sit there and go, oh, that's not bad. Your defense looks pretty good. Your offense is hot garbage, but your defense is top 10 like we thought they were going to be. What's even more frustrating is we sit here week in and week out and all these different times and do the show and say these things that we're right about. We know we're right, and we just, not just we, you and me, but everybody, we're all right. The fans, the outcry from fans, we're all right in what the damn team needs. They just won't do it. You have Mac Jones, who is limited. You need to surround, the blueprint is all over the league. It's a copycat league. It's still a copycat league. It's all over the place. If you don't have the top, top guy, you need to have a loaded roster to have a chance to compete. And the, and the, the Patriots, they have a guy that's not the bottom of the league. I mean, he's capable of making some plays and throws. And again, I do think he does some things well. You know, I do think his teammates, his teammates, by and large, buy in. I do think they, if he wanted to lead them, if he was going to accept the leadership role, which I think he has, I think they buy into it. I think they like him. I think he has a good work ethic. You know, I do think he probably, he's not lazy. I, I don't think he's immature. So he's got some stuff going for him. But he's not an elite talent. And if he's not, you have the blueprint all across the league. You have to put elite guys around him. They don't want to do that. And it started, I don't know. I mean, it started, I guess, with Matt Patricia and him benching some of the guys that actually made plays. But then it goes on to the DeAndre Hopkins and not going after De Devontae Adams. Going back in time, it's what makes this even more frustrating. You had this bull crap going on with Tom Brady. You realized it wasn't good enough. Then you go out and get Welker and Moss. So even with the greatest quarterback of all time, there was a point in time where you looked at it and said, yeah, we need kind of elite talent around him as well, even though he's probably the greatest of all time. Yet now you're in a situation with the rookie quarterback on the rookie contract that you so desperately coveted you were covering up the tent in your pants to get a rookie quarterback on a rookie deal so you could spend money elsewhere and where have you spent money well you blew a ton of it now you have a couple of tight ends one's fine the other one oh great he had one catch for 18 yards coming out of that jets game so he spent some decent money on mike Gesicki, and what are you doing with him nothing he had one target last week, I think. One target, one catch. Yeah. Good for him. He did his job. But, but why did we spend money on a, why did we spend money on another tight end that we're not gonna use? When you look back in again, a unique position we're in because for twenty years we saw what excellence was all about. But when you look back, when you look across the league, especially with the Patriots, I'll talk about them specifically. Their whole existence in terms of being a Super Bowl championship type of organization has been about Kitsch sort of 
I don't want to say flying under the radar, and I'm trying to figure out how to word it, but it's been about kind of, you know, taking the league by surprise by having guys that or having playmakers the ability to make plays that the other the other teams in the league aren't able to figure out yet that or having the elite playmakers it's one of two things because I'm thinking back to not just 2018 which we always talk about why did they win the Super Bowl that year because at the end of the season December and into the playoffs they completely changed their formula defensively and it took the league some time to catch up to it so the Patriots were able to rattle off that big first half in Kansas City, that big game against the, the Rams in the Super Bowl, where they were so much more aggressive than anybody was used to seeing them play. And it took time for other teams to get into the, to, to understand what was going on. And as a result, the Patriots with Tom Brady were able to take advantage and steal that Super Bowl. When they won the first two, uh, the, I shouldn't say the first two, the, the Super Bowls Fourth four and, and five of the <laughs> yeah. six, they did it with elite playmakers. They had guys on defense. They had guys, obviously, Gronk and Edelman and Amendola. They had elite playmakers. When they won the first three, you had a defense, which we all know about. Now, maybe you could say that they took some people by surprise. But you also had Tom Brady. And you could almost argue for those, maybe not in the, the third one. But for a lot of that stretch, you had a quarterback that nobody really knew was as good as he was. Obviously, in that first year. But even in 2003, 04, you were still trying. You 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 know the league, the world was still figuring out. Jeez, O four was is, different. O four was very different because you just came off a what fourteen and two season. You won the Super Bowl and then you added Corey Dillon, who fine, was fine. at the time one of the five best running backs in the league. Um, That's so O four was definitely O one. I'll give you 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 surprised everyone, and you sh- it shouldn't have been a tremendous surprise after that Rams game the regular season Rams game where you hang with them. What was that Monday night or Sunday night? I don't remember um, where you hung with them and you had that Sunday quote unquote night. moral victory. You lost the game, but you hung with the greatest show on turf, the team that had won the Super Bowl two years prior. Um, and you looked really good. And after that, people started to actually take notice, but they were still kind of surprised even through the Raiders game, even through the Steelers game. So my point is you just need, if you're not going to be able to this goes to what we were talking about, being able to out-scheme people. If you're not going to be able to take them by surprise, whether it's, whether it's with scheme, you know, the wildcat, not that I'm saying they should do that, but that was something that once upon a time took the Patriots by surprise and they got their ass kicked. You can't surprise them with scheme, 2018 run to a Super Bowl. You can't surprise them with a secret weapon at quarterback that nobody knows is as good as he is. You better do it. You better be able to go straight up, have talent, and win. And they're not able to do that. And they're not getting the guys around Mac Jones to allow him to be able to do that. And that's where we are. 401-777-1037 is the phone number. Um, is Mac Jones a dirty player? There's a definitive answer to that we're going to get to. Patriots and Cowboys, I have a thought on that and what to expect. A lot of people talking like the Patriots are walking into a buzzsaw. We'll get into that. This is the Martin Kitchen Show, 1037 WEI. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.